0: Hey divers, welcome back for another episode of Vinyl Divers. I am your host, Anthony Mullet, and holy shit. So, I started off last week saying it was really busy, that it was hard with work and just wrapping up. And I was expecting this week to be more of a relaxed, laid back, fun episode. And thinking about what I was going to talk about today, what I wanted to bring, I was trying to think about how I, if I wanted to try and jam in, be, jam in one of the new records that I got the other day because I finally got my vinyl subscription box, which was really freaking cool. Really awesome. Got some really fun albums, some cool music, a little letter, little, um, post card from it showing the little, uh, vinyl, num- vinyl numbers of the records for their inventory. It was fun to get that. And I was going to talk about that. And, and I was like, well, I really haven't sat down and, and had the time to appreciate a full album this week, let alone three of them. I'm going to come back to you later this month, and I'm going to do an episode where I go through each of those. It's going to be a cool combined episode. So I was trying to think of today, and what am I going to talk about? And I go, I don't want to do something last minute, half-assed again. So I figured I'm going to do something solid from my past, something fun. And I have a wicked album for you today. Cool artist I'm going to talk about. Wicked Bam and let you know it's from the '80s, so it's gonna be cool. And then I got home today, and as I pull up to my house, I saw a package in my driveway, and I got really excited because I knew what it was. wasn't wasn't supposed to get it until tomorrow. And I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but through the subscription service, the vinyl, the VNYL that I subscribed to, I got roped together into a vinyl swap, vinyl collector group end up doing a vinyl swap every month so I have a quote unquote pen pail, I guess you could say, where we swap vinyl every month and we're gonna, you know, just exchange music. And I got my box in today. And I wasn't gonna talk about it until next week, because that's when I thought I would get it, but I got it today and I'm gonna record today, so obviously I'm gonna give you a little taste of what I got. First off, this is phenomenal. James, phenomenal box. I am I think I like this. This is crazy. So cool. Uh, I got some Wicked stuff. I actually got in the mail. Uh, direct Hit's album, Brainless God. Never listened to this, but I saw Direct Hit back with Less Than Jake and Four Years Strong. So I'm very excited. Uh, they're from Wisconsin, so which is really kind of cool because that's where the package came from. Along with Direct Hit, I got from a group called Easy Star All Stars, and it's a cover album of Sergeant Pepper's only Hearts Club band. So them so it's like a reggae ska dub cover of The Beatles, which I can't wait to listen to. It's gonna be phenomenal. This is so this is such the energy that I have today that I'm starting I'm kicking off with is all directly from finding this package when I came home from work. Uh along with that, which funny enough, he told me he was gonna send and I completely forgot, so it was full of surprise all over. I got the interrupt the Interrupters' uh, self-titled album, first album. It's a ska punk band. The vocals are Amy Interrupter. She's awesome, freaking wicked, and I can't wait to review that one. And then this guy not only sends me three wicked albums, he sends me an album of his own band called The Homeland Conspiracy, and they just put out a vinyl and. The art is phenomenal on the cover. And I just sampled a couple of the songs from it. Killer, solid, hardcore, punk with that psychobilly, uh, surfabilly, rockabilly type influence into it. I can't wait to go through and review this one in depth. Really fun, really cool. Not only did I get albums, but he ended up sending me like a swag bag of some stickers and a shirt and a, a beer koozie and a patch. Like I got look, a full on fan patch. Fan uh, swag bag with it. I don't. I don't know what could have kicked off a greater show, or greater energy than this. Freaking amazing! And I haven't even listened to it yet because all day I've been just trying to keep in the mindset of what album I'm gonna record today. So when I go home, I'm gonna listen to all of this tonight. It's gonna be intense. And so that's just that's when I have to start off and let you all know. That's that's to kick off the show. What I also want to let you know is that. Before we dive into the rest dive into the main album for today, just want to give you a little heads up. If you have checked out the website, there should be a new page. It's called Friends of the Network. We have a new page part of the website where our friends of our friends of our network, they have their own website and their page and their links to be able to purchase their content or see their audio and view them and just show them support. Really wanna share and promote that because what are we without our friends of the network? Now all that aside, I'm going to jump into today. Today's going to be a cool episode because I was thinking of a fun band. I wanted to think of a nice, solid band, and it's from the 80s. What I'm going to bring to you today is Def Leppard. And what's cool about Def Leppard is that technically they're not my first, but they're what I consider my first concert. My first concert was Toby Keith back when I was a little kid. went with my family, and I, yes. It is, but I don't really, I really wasn't big into music then. I really didn't consider myself a musician, so it didn't really have that big of an influence on me. It really didn't impact me as much. Now, fast forward about four or five, well, fast, give, give me a take about six years later. I'm starting to get into rock and roll. I'm getting into some metal. My stepfather takes me, he tells me this band's coming through, and he goes, I think you'd like them, see them live, It'd be cool. I've heard of them a little bit. Go see Def Leppard, and it was awesome the concert i actually pulled up the date was back on june 26 2009 it was deaf leopard poison and cheap trick we saw them at darien lake now what's funny about the concert is that we got there early we were ready we were we were there when people were still filling into the amphitheater we had actual seat seats we weren't lawn, but it was just starting off it was probably around five six o'clock the concert didn't even start yet they had I think like a warm up music act going, some local, perp, some local musicians singing. What was supposed to happen is that Cheap Trick was supposed to start off the night around I think six, around seven, to eight o'clock, and then it was going to be Poison and then Def Leppard. Well, Cheap Trick tried to do the whole rock and roll thing and try to show up casually late. Thing is, they didn't show up at all, and and instead of having a crowd full of uh, rioting fans. Brett Michaels was cool enough to go up and he actually did a secondary warm-up set. Warm-up set. Came out and did some solo songs with just him playing guitar of, not their hits, but just playing some music for people to try and kill the time for about a half hour. Trying to say I'm sorry. Went off, did his thing, came back, Poison came on. Phenomenal. Really great. Have, ha- seeing them do the Bop Skinny Bop live was great and kept throwing Buffalo's name into it. It was really cool. After they left, Def Leopard came on, it was dark, it was nighttime, it was like it was like nine o'clock. It started getting crazy. And Def Leopard had the entire amphitheater, the entire, what would you say, outdoor amphitheater singing every song. It was one of those moments where I didn't know every song, yet somehow I knew every word. Pretty sure you've all had that feeling where you see a band live and you're like, Oh, I know this song, you start singing. You, and you leave the concert going, How I, I only knew like three songs. How did I know the whole song to everything? How did I know every word to all the songs? And that's what it was. The one moment there was everyone with the singer pulled the mic away and everyone, that entire crowd was singing every word. It was just an echo. It was phenomenal. I think that right there was kind of like, this is a rock and roll concert. This is what you should be going to see. And from there on, that's where I saw Kiss. Saw a lot of, um, I saw CCR, I saw, and then I moved into punk shows, but I guess, you know, from there, moving forward, that's where I started seeing Vo- Warp Tour, and I started going to see a whole bunch of local shows, and I really have never seen a country concert since. And I think that right there is that's what kicked off my whole concert series. That's what kicked it off and said, this is what you should see. This is what you want to go watch live. Phenomenal. And, I mean, there's nothing like seeing a band that big it's crazy. It influences you. And it creates a great memory because, you know, me and my stepfather, we always talk back and go, you remember that first concert? It was really fun is that Def Leppard and Poison were my first concert. And I think it was two years ago when they came back through. He actually took he actually took Dominic to go see it. So that was Dominic's first concert was Def Leppard and Poison. It was really kind of cool. uh, Poetic, if you would say. But so today we're talking about Def Leppard. And the album I'm going to bring to you is Pyro. Mania. So that was the intro to their first song on the album side A called Rock Rock Till You Drop. And what more how how more how much more hair metal could you could you get with this band? They had right there you can hear it. They had the metallic crunch of the guitar and well I guess you didn't hear it there, the pop of the vocals and the, the harmonies and the high shouts and the screams. But Pyromania was their third studio album. It was released on January 20th, 1983. And un- under the label, because Def Leppard is a British rock band, it would be their the second wave of British metal. It was, a, it was the British wave of metal back in the seventies, second wave. And Pyromania was released on the Vertigo label in the UK and Europe. And when they came over to the US, it was released on Mercury. Produced by Robert John Mutt Lang. And it hit number two on the Billboard 200 chart in the, U- in the US in 1983. Really is phenomenal. And it's one of those albums where you see the cover and you know it. And it just it makes a point, it makes a standout. It has an impression where someone goes, Oh, I listened to Def Leppard. My mind instantly goes to Pyromania. I mean, so I think sometimes Hysteria is a wicked album, but when I think of Def Leppard, think of that concert and i think of this album that freaking the cover alone is it's a building set on fire with the target in the crosshairs with the smoke coming off of it and what's cool is the smoke coming off the building and the explosion it's actually breaking the the photograph lines of the picture so it's like breaking the fourth wall kind of it's really cool and it's, it's great imagery great it's great it's a good album cover and I think it just symbolizes a, a great metal '80s hair band look. It's got it's that steak makes an image. The music is crunch. It's got a solid that the metal. I'm um, how to describe it. I guess that's what metal would be. That it's got that hair metal guitar. You can hear it on it. That that grinding, that squealing at times. It's that they have the sound. They have the look. The hair, their hair band, and then the back cover is Wicked. Where the back cover is actually matches so kind of like the fire on the front is more of a cartoon image the back is a photograph shot of some matches being lit with individual little shots of the band members at the time and it's really cool um looking at it now the album i have actually is a u.s copy u.s label and it's from mercury i can see right here i didn't know that that was kind of cool that's actually really kind of cool to know um this is actually, the copy I'm holding isn't my first first copy of it. When I first got back, when I first got into buying my own vinyl back in high school, this was actually one of the albums I bought. I had a, I had one or two Kiss albums when I started. I bought, um, I bought one album from Aerosmith. I bought one album from Def Leppard. Tried to buy one album from each of the bands that I liked back then. And the one I got from Def Leppard was Pyromania. And it was freaking cool. And it's way beat up more, way toss around. Unfortunately, both caught co- that copy. I didn't even have a sleeve insert for it. It was just the cardboard um holder record case, I guess you could say whatever you want to call it. Uh, this one actually is, is just a plastic sleeve that the vinyl will slide into inside the cardboard. So it, it's definitely seen some wear and tear and I actually cover them on the on my copy, there's actually indentation of where the record is. So you could see that it's been sitting for some time, and there's indentation and impression, and some years. And when I even play it, it doesn't sound it at all. There's actually only one or two skips on the side B. For just a second, and you can barely tell it. The way it skips, it kind of matches with the drum, and you wouldn't notice it. It's actually really good. It's actually a really good playthrough both sides. This is actually this is one of those albums that you could put on in the background and. It's just a great listen to, jam through the whole album. There's not a bad song on it, honestly. Can't wait to get into kind of talking about some of those songs. Uh, I, I got this copy that I'm holding uh, from Steve. He bought me this about a couple weeks ago. He was at a record shop and he was looking around for me and he found this one because it was our first concert together. And this one, actually, I've been listening to a few times. I put it on the first time I got it, and a couple times last week, and then earlier today, and again today. It's really cool. I want to jump into some of the songs. On side A, There's so many songs on this album that I really do. That I, have, I have comments and notes I want to talk about on a bunch of them. But the first song I want to bring to your attention is Photograph. And here it is. So, I really love this intro of the song. I really love this song. It's got that catchy chorus is, I guess, what I would say when I think of a band. This is that iconic song that I think of. This is the song that represents the band. I think uh, some people, when they think of Def Leppard, they think of rock, rock of Ages. To me, photograph is what comes to mind. It's got that, it has what I would say a, a perfect song in my mind. It has some catchy, wicked guitar riffs. The singing is fun. It's good. It doesn't sound too drowned out, too much. Uh, the drum is killer. Like right, right there, you hear that. That's got that that solid beast, that solid bass behind it, and it's got just a driving force where you know they're gonna get ready, they're gonna get pumped, and it's a great song. It really is from start to finish this is it's a perfect song i think i want to learn this on guitar i don't know why i haven't and it just makes me feel like feel like it should be playing on the radio while i'm outside at a at a giant like outdoor fire fire pit party this has got to be on a get pumped playlist this is a you're going out uh, bon Jovi just got done playing and right now you're going to hear this song like it, it's on, it's on the get pumped playlist And when I was doing a little research, what I found cool about this song specifically, this song was the first song that they did for a music video. And the single photograph, it actually beat Michael Jackson's, Michael Jackson's beat it as the most requested clip on MTV when MTV was just starting out doing music videos. Back in the day, it was kind of crazy. Some of you younger guys and younger, not younger guys, younger listeners out there that watch MTV now and it's full of Jersey Shore stuff know back in the day back when mtv started off it was music tv music television and it was fun and i actually remember watching this music video through vh1 classic kind of makes me sound old now and it was really cool i never i never knew that about the music video with michael jackson's beat it second song i really do like in this song or the second song i want to talk about is stage fright and what i wrote what i really find is that i love the chorus changes up from that driving guitar to what almost sounds like a uh, keys or synth pulling the chorus and just kind of driving, keeping it going forward. It's like it's mellowed out. And then as it could, as it starts to change the keys just pick in and I don't think it's keyboards, but it's how it sounds when you listen to it. It just feels almost like the change. I don't know how better, better to say that other than if you listen to it, you probably may know what I mean from it. And the other songs on this side are Stage Fright, Too Late for Love, and Die Hard, The Hunter. All great songs. Stage Fright's really cool. Um, I don't think any of them really stand out just like Photograph, and then Rock, Rock, Till You Drop. Because once it gets going, it's, it's a non-stop driving force song. On side B, which I do love, the song I want to talk about first... Is Rock of Ages. <laughs> Ow. All right, so rock on, rock on, Pyromania. I really do love this song. It's it's a great way to kick off the side B. It's it Side B really doesn't leave you with the songs that are just thrown in there. It's, it's a full album from start to finish, and this just kicks it off. Um, the way I feel about the song is that it's a great anthem. It's a chant song. It's kind of like a rock and roll night party every day, where... It's kind of telling a story in the sense of enjoy the time, enjoy the moment. And they're about to tell you a story about how it's all going to be a great time. And I think Rock of Ages is a cool song. Fun, cool. There's a time where it breaks down and starts to do the bridge in the middle. It's a great, it's a great listen too. Um, After Rock of Ages, we have Foolin' and I love the intro. I love how it starts slow with a guitar and he's just singing with just a simple guitar. And then as the chorus is building up, you hear the pounding of the drums. And then you have the harmonies coming in with Foolin. And I love it. It's, I know I see. I'm trying to say I love it a lot. I guess that's one thing I do say. After Foolin, you have, I want to say is Coming Under Fire. And I really like how the musically, the verses are similar to Foolin. It's very subtle with the guitar and just the drums. And then the whole chorus, actually, the whole band comes together during the chorus. And it feels like, it comes crashing in and it just feels like it's fit feels like it's put together and it was meant to sound that way um, you could tell that this band is definitely fit together or not fit together you can tell that this band really is in sync at this point in this song and and then it fades out and then it goes back to the guitar it's just singing with the guitar and you have the bass running in the background and finally in the end of this album you have billy's got a gun and all i want to say is that bass line it has that run in feeling where it's driving the force of this song for the force of the song and it keeps tempo with the drums it's very hard very solid the harmony and the high vocals just emulate the 80s and it's just when you think of 80s hair metal this band has personified this album completely i feel uh, maybe not looks as flashy as maybe the glam 80s but like hair metal with the that their sound it's just this whole album just reeks it it's phenomenal you put it on and you just instantly feel like you're tossed back in the boardwalk in the 80s as you and your uh leather biker punks friends are jamming out as you're walking down ready maybe you're from the movie the warriors and you just feel like you're going out to like meet with other groups of friends you definitely have that feeling when listening to this album and for a rating of it it was kind of cool, because I'm going to start breaking down the rating, and I really like how I'm, how I'm going to break it down. So way I'm going to start, th- I rate the album, we, we start off with five, you know, because every every album, we're going to give it somewhat of a chance. I'm going to give it to one, I'm going to give you one point, because I remember jamming out to it back in school. I remember loving the song back in middle school. I remember jamming out to it with my friends. I remember even listening to it, and then going to the concert gets it a point. So we got two points there, and then Another solid, po- another point because it's a solid play from front to back, giving it a total of eight out of ten. That's an awesome album, and there you have it, Pyromania from Def Leppard. Please, guys, go ahead check me out on some social media. Check me out on Instagram at Vinyl Divers Podcast. Get me on Twitter at Vinyl Divers Pod. Check out the website bicbp radiocom See you guys next time.